All right, we're back for another episode of the Anthony on Air podcast. On this episode, we're talking about jury selection in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Also, Judge Allison Nathan getting a promotion. Promotion? Getting promoted. Kyle Rittenhouse, second day of deliberations continue. Laura Ingram and Costello, this clip uh, lit the uh, internet on fire yesterday. Um... The metaverse going to be fine. Metaverse comes back once again. John Krasinski at one point saved Jim and Pam. The storyline that was uh, never done. We'll John Krasinski that. saved us all. He sure does. Saves me on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, Reese's largest peanut butter cup. Uh, Trump was almost ousted, according to a new book. Amazon blocks Visa cards. And oh, wait, we didn't do that one. That was last episode. And what is the best soup? What is the best soup? We can talk about the it. soup du jour. That sounds mm, good. Sounds good. I'll have that. Nothing like a Dumb and Dumber quote to get this Dumb and Dumber show I started. Love Dumb and Dumber. All right, Jelaine, uh, Jelaine, Ghislaine Maxwell jury selection is uh, ongoing. This started yesterday, and uh, we have some of the questions that the judge is asking uh, some of the possible jurors. All two hundred and thirty-one of them. Yeah. The judge gets to voir dire the witnesses. I thought that was up to the attorneys. They do, but the judge gets to, you know, ask some preliminary questions. Okay. They, of course, get to cross-examine. Just a heads up. I'm three glasses of wine. This is my third glass of wine. Just putting that out there. If I say anything stupid, I apologize. (laughs) Just... Right off the right out of the gate. No, that's good. You like, get it out of the way. I appreciate that. I just think a warning to yeah. everyone. It's good that we let that out there for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. All um, right. Hit me with it. What but I got? found this interesting. Judge Allison Nathan up for a promotion. There was a question yesterday on whether or not she would even make it to trial. Um, and she says that she will. She said today, and I quote, I will continue to do my day job, which includes presiding over this trial until completion. Uh, This is what she said after the promotion uh, was announced that she's going to the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, where she will be a uh, judge over there. She added that she was honored at the possibility to serve on the appeals court. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. But that's good that she's seeing a case all the way to the end. She's not going to leave anybody hanging. She's not going to leave anybody hanging. Judge Allison Nathan, who strikes a uncomfortable resemblance to Frank and I's friend Joe. This oh will mean nothing to anybody else. Holy crap. But our close group of friends, because I've only ever seen her in drawings. This is the first photograph That's I've seen of her. Insane. I and, can't show a picture of Joe, can I? Um you can. Well, you think he would mind? I don't know if he would mind, but it is uncanny looking like our friend Joe. That's <laughs> just right. kind of freaking me out right now. It's kind of our friend Joe. Um, here's some of the questions that Judge Allison Nathan slash our friend Joe is asking the uh, potential jurors right now. She's actually discussing with them uh, Mar-a-Lago is the big headline here. Ooh. Yeah. That's interesting. It is interesting, isn't it? Wait, hold on. I just I just blew this thing here. That's what she said. Yeah, there you go. Um, by the way, I figured out, you know, for those uh, articles that'll like they do the the pop-up block and it's like you have to 
subscribe to read more. Yeah. If you hit the reader view. The reader view. Yeah, like when like you get a reader view like on your iPad or your computer where it will just give you the article without the you know, the ads and whatever, mm. it works. I mean, it, right. it has been working. I have a picture of Joe. Can I can I show it or, or no? Show it. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. You sure? You, you want to go side by? I don't think Joe would really mind. You think he would care? Is there a way to really specifically identify him? What do you mean? Like, it's it's, his face. Like he's, he's by himself, right? Well, I I took out like I kind of. It's just a saw a, like ten percent. All right, the go ahead. Let's just show. show it. Let's just show. And then, I mean, that's the same thing. That's pretty damn close. <laughs> Wait, hold your to the other side. <laughs> that's the same person. <laughs> that is the same person. That's, that's same weird. Person. That's that is weird. Right? Our friend is a beautiful woman. He is a beautiful woman. You know, it is a beautiful soul. Doesn't matter what gender he is. Any hoozles. Um, so she began the process, Judge Nathan slash Joe of uh interviewing the uh, jurors 231 of them she asked the members of the pool whether they have opinions about wealthy uh about wealthy sex offender jeffrey epstein and glenn maxwell um nathan also asked potential jurors whether or not they have views about people who are wealthy or have luxurious lifestyles uh none said that they did by the way uh or know any witnesses address addresses entities mentioned in the case jurors were presented with a list of those people and places and asked to review it before letting nathan know whether any names were familiar that record however isn't publicly available on what those addresses see you know what's weird about that though like if if you're a juror and you get asked are these names and places familiar and then you're not picked you're let back into society you're still are you still under that you have to be you can't discuss what you've seen in this like what if what if it's names and and places that are supposed to remain i you think know, you're yeah i think you're under it no matter what like so i if i was a juror i couldn't tell my family listen this guy's name was involved in this case and i they gave yeah. me a list of people yeah no. i can't that's I, crazy that they I, would just I don't let, think you can yeah yeah i don't think you can i, I wonder what the penalty like what is that called if you do that like is that a crime? Are you? Are you? Yes. Right. You're discussing the specific. I guess it's contempt. Uh, no, I don't I think don't it's know. contempt. I I don't think that. I mean, it'd be hard to prove though. I mean, if you prove. put the name after the leak and the whole thing, who the hell knows? Right. Right. Yeah. You're it's showing two hundred some odd people about you know what this list has. Mm. That's weird. Yeah. But, all right. So that's a good question. So, uh, jurors, so jurors were given the list, uh, but under questioning, Nathan, multiple jurors mentioned that they knew of Mar-a-Lago. Um, so yeah, that was the big not? one. How do you not? That's the thing. Right. I mean, and, that, that, that was the huge thing in the last four years. Yeah. Five years. Everybody knows that Mar-a-Lago. Mar they were calling Mar-a-Lago the White House South, right? Yep. That yeah. was his second home. Yeah. Which, which you know, and Biden is has been in Delaware a whole ton, and that they're, they're calling that the White House. I haven't heard that as much. I mean, he goes there to visit, but not as much as. Oh, I heard at the beginning he was like there like all the time. Was he? Yeah. Well, that's what they were saying that he was there more than he was in the actual White House. Oh, I don't know. 
Okay. Which never bothered me, by the way, about any president, Democrat or Republican. Job done. Yeah, you could do that job from anywhere. You you're that job still from the president. A, from an airplane, right? Yeah, you still got four hundred people around you asking what you want to do. And it's not like you you're out of contact, that. or you know, you have to travel around. I get that. Yeah, I mean, I when they when they always show those things of like who's playing golf and how much golf they're playing. Okay, fine, that I get. That but, is a huge. That's a big thing. You're you're fucking. Yeah. You're on vacation when you're playing golf. Sorry. But the president's traveling. And you know what? You're not even really, because as soon as you're off the heck, what do you get? Three hours? And then you... More than that. If you well, if you're the president, I'm sure you're not waiting on a hole for, for the people in front of you to move. Right. So they're probably I'd say that at maximum three hours. Four four hours. Yeah. And if somebody attacks in another country, I'm sure I don't think the Secret Service are holding that until uh you're done I'm with sure, the hole. I'm sure they could whisk them right away. Yeah, you're gonna get that update right quick. So um, that's the worst part about being president. You're just you're never off ever. Yeah, ever. You, you know, you're not that you're off, but you don't have you're not working 24 hours. You you, yeah. you take weekend, you know, a Sunday comes around. You're, you're kind of relaxing. And you I guess handle major stuff that comes in. I guess small business owners are kind of like the same thing. They're kind of never really off either, too. You know? Yeah. And, and depending on what kind of business you're in, I mean, you have to work Sundays and Saturdays and Sundays. Right. Like if you own a restaurant, what are you right. off on Monday? Maybe. Yeah, that's rough. Here's what's weird. She also asked the jurors if they knew what Michigan's Interlochen Arts Academy was, and that what? was that. Yeah, that that was a school where Epstein was a donor. Like, who the hell even heard of that before? Epstein? That's the only way I even heard of that place. You mentioning it right now is the first time <laughs> I've ever heard of. It. And we've talked about it like 17 times on this podcast. I'm also three glasses in the hole. <laughs> that so. is true. That is true. Um, meanwhile, at least one juror reviewed the list and said they were familiar with the professional children's school, a prep school focused on the arts and athletics in Manhattan with a roster of famous alumni, including Yo-Yo Ma, Scarlett Johansson, and Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, it's unclear why the school would be mentioned in the uh, in the trial. Some potential jurors said, in court that they'd heard of Epstein on the news, in particular after he died in jail, but not Maxwell. Okay. Be, I'd be curious to see if they allow those people on the uh, jury. Yeah, I wonder when, how much, yeah, how much the, yeah, if you know about Epstein, is are yeah. you influenced in any way? One 24-year-old woman said she heard of Mar-a-Lago, but that would not impact my ability to be impartial, she said. She also told the court that she once reported a professor who was allegedly coercing a student into a sexual relationship with them, that incident also wouldn't impact her suitability on the jury. That's what she said. I I have a feeling somebody like that would it's not gonna make it though. I'm sure they'll yeah, they'll hear that and go, huh, huh. Yeah. You're dismissed. Yeah, Galane's people will tell will will yeah will get her out of there for sure. Probably. Yeah. A forty one year old man who said he has friends who went to Interlochen and the professional children's school also indicated that he have no issues being impartial. He did comment, however, that historically the legal system hasn't worked out for certain members of society. So he ain't going to make it either. Uh, by the way, 600 prospective jurors filled out a questionnaire. And that, and that was cut down to the 231, which will eventually get cut down to 12. Man. Mm -hmm. That is a job and a half. It sure is, man. I wonder how long that, that jury is going to be. And how long the court, the, the case is going to last and they're going to be sequestered and all that. They say two, I think I saw two to three months, which seems very quick to me. 
And you know what's crazy though? That's over the holidays. You know, you're you're gone. Yeah. You can't go home for the, for Christmas and New Year's and Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving happens before the trial starts. Thanksgiving's but... right before. Do you, you don't think they get a, a, a oh, holiday break? That's a good question. I don't know. Are I the mean, courts open during the? I mean, they're certainly they're not probably not Christmas open. Day. But aren't you sequestered anyway? That's a great question. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, why sequester anybody if you just go home for a holiday? It's the same. Yeah. I mean, they have to stay away. The whole point of sequestering is so that people don't get influenced by the news and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. You talk to your family. What else are you going to talk to your family about? You're on a jury for a major. Yeah. How's that not going to get talked about at the Thanksgiving table? Well, you go, table? can't talk about it. That's it. But you got to trust 12 people to do that. That's a lot of trust. Yeah. I would bring in a legal expert, Frank, to clarify this for us, but we can just ask the internet and they'll tell us. And that's, I feel just as good. That's, that's just as reliable, I think. I think so. Never let us down so far. Uh, great coffee, great cause. That's what I say about our good old Jumpstart Coffee Company. Frank's holding up the bag right there. Boom. Looking pretty delicious. That's the dark roast blend that he's holding up. My favorite so far is the dark roast. I love the medium roast. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the dark roast. Got a, something special about it. Look at that. Smell it. Look at you, mm. addict. It's got dark chocolate in there and smoke. I, a, lot, a lot of people are, are dark chocolate fans. I love dark chocolate. I don't know what the what the problem is. Dark chocolate, especially in this, it's it's fantastic. I do love a good dark chocolate. Nice. Yeah, I'm with you on that, my friend. I'm definitely with you there. Um, Frank loves the dark roast. I love the medium roast. They've got the espresso blend. They have got decaf. They've got light roast. It's all up there from Jumpstart Coffee Company. Use the link in the description below to purchase your Jumpstart Coffee Company and the promo code AOA15 and you'll save 15% off of your order and 50% of their proceeds go over to the Navy SEAL Foundation. Jumpstart Coffee amazing. Company. Proud supporters of this podcast, proud supporters of our Navy SEALs, and we love supporting them. So please support them with a purchase. Makes a great gift, by the way, for the holidays. You want to get something for somebody in the office? Yeah, that's a great idea for the office. Uh, okay, you know nice. why this is a great idea? No bullshit aside. You can't roll into your office with a fucking bucket of Folgers and be like, here you go, Patty. Thanks for being a great co-worker all this time even but, in a basket or something Folgers doesn't look right in a basket. it's not gonna it still look. looks like Folgers it's gonna look somebody gave you Folgers they might as well have spit in an envelope and folded it and given it to you it's, it looks like you went to stop and shop yeah. grabbed it off a shelf and was like yeah. I'm gonna give this as a gift now if you lay a jumpstart coffee company on somebody and you go like this they, first of all they're gonna pick it up and know it's premium right away right just by the packaging mm -hmm. and then you go that's my favorite coffee in the whole wide world i had to order it special and i got it just for you and oh by the way not to make a big deal out of this but my purchase 50 percent of it went to help the navy seal foundation so that's what's better than that especially around the holidays they're gonna be like wow this was a generous lovely gift it's exactly what it is it's not a donation to the human fund it's not a donation to the human fund it's, it's also not as as like you know when they give you a card yeah and they go we, i made a donation in your name and you're sitting there with just a piece of paper and like oh, well, yeah, what do you i got you got a beautiful bag yeah. of coffee yeah and then these people are going to be like you know what carol that was a delicious uh bag of coffee thanks so much for getting it for me i'm going to order up some for myself that's how it all works
Carol ain't messing around. She knows her coffee. Yeah, and uh, let's be honest. Well, you're going to save 15%, but it's $12 a bag. And so how many people are in those $20, um, you know, secret Santas and white elephants yeah. or whatever people call them, you know? Grab, you grab bag. two bags. You save the 15% on each. And you're golden. And you're right in there. You're golden, Pony Boy. Jumpstart Coffee Company, thanks so much for the sponsorship. We appreciate all the support. Purchase yours right now. Again, not one person has ordered this and said a bad thing about it. They've all been blown away by the coffee, so that's amazing. Thanks True. to those guys. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, Frank, you started this, and now it's become a thing. Yeah, I um, I watched the first day of uh, you know the uh, prosecution cross-examining, and you know there was some... Uh, some ups and downs from both sides a little bit, but it's it's very. They went through the video of because uh, they actually have video, video footage of doing it, yeah, of both of uh, both. By the way, people got mad deaths. at you uh, for your um, people got mad at you on that episode for your description of events. I just described them the way they unfolded. I don't know. It's weird. This one. This is another instance where, for some reason, people want everybody to line up on the right or left side of this. Uh, I don't case. get. I mean, the fact of which here's something that happened in the last day or so that boggles my mind. All right, they haven't decided on the verdict yet for the whole case. I get that. You know, they're deliberating, but the fact that the judge threw out the gun charge to me is weird. I mean, he threw out the gun charge. He did, he was 17 at the time. He was he had a gun, which was not his gun. He was not legal to carry that gun, and he threw out that charge. I don't know why. You know that that's I mean, fine if that's not the big fish. You know if it's a, it's a little, you know, uh, repercussion. Did he have a permit to carry a gun? I don't know if he had a permit to carry a gun, but he didn't have a permit to carry. He wasn't licensed for that. It wasn't his gun. And he was 17. And I think you have to be 18 to carry in Wisconsin to carry a gun. And he was not of age. Plus, he didn't have a. It was a lot of things going wrong. Is that, that right? Because somebody in the comments said, look at this. Look at the Second Amendment, Frank. There's no age. I did. And look at my answer. I answered that guy. Did you? I forget who it was. I would I would point you out, but I, I don't remember the name. Right. I answered. I looked up the law in Wisconsin. Billiam. I looked up the, the, the law in Wisconsin, and it said okay. you have to be 18 to carry in Wisconsin. Yeah, Second Amendment, I get it. People are entitled to their guns. That's the law. Why don't you like America? Uh, I don't like you. <laughs> Change your name to America, and then you can say it. But, yeah, the law in Wisconsin is you have to be 18 to carry. Okay, so you're saying somebody who was commenting on something on the Internet was incorrect. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that either they were incorrect or they were falsely informed, misinformed. Mm -hmm. You know, I, people think they know what, you know, there, there's a lot of intricacies to these things. And he was, the fact is he was not, you know, whatever the law says, he was not legal to carry that gun. And the fact that he had it with him, not to mention the fact that he, you know, a little, there were other little charges, little things like he doesn't have a license and yet he's driving to work every day. That's minuscule compared to what's going on in the trial. Um, but, you know, it all adds up. And the fact that they dropped the gun charge to me just is a weird. All right. Let me, why. let me, can you, can you want you looking up why or uh, I'll look it up. Uh, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, but take I'm, a look. I'm, I'm going to read. This is what I'm going to give everybody the recap of where we're at with the Rittenhouse case. Since we, we haven't really been talking about it a whole ton. 
um, kind of bring everybody up to speed if you haven't been, you know, following along with it. But um, today was the second day of jury deliberation. They deliberated eight and a half hours on Tuesday. Yesterday, the jury deliberated seven and a half hours. Today, uh, today the jury requested to review two videos. Uh, they asked to view a live stream video taken by Gage Grosskreutz moments after Rittenhouse shot Joseph Rosenbaum. In the video, Grosskreutz jogs next to Rittenhouse and asks if he had just shot someone. Juries also requested the BG on the scene video. It shows the second incident involving the fatal shooting of Anthony Huber, the uh, shooting of Grosskreutz, and alleged reckless endangerment of an unknown male. So he shot the guy that was jogging next to him that asked the first question. How many people did he shoot? Three? He shot three people, two people died. And two people died. Uh, the videos were placed on a thumb drive and presented to the jurors on what the judge described as a sanitized laptop. Jurors viewed those videos in the jury room. The jury was subsequently brought into the courtroom to view drone video footage that they had requested to review earlier. No one but the jury was present in the courtroom when they viewed that footage. They spent about 45 minutes inside the courtroom before leaving. The 12 juror panel is expected to resume deliberating 10 a.m. on Thursday. Uh, jurors in the case are not being sequestered during deliberations. Okay, so they, they dropped the gun charge on a technicality. Here's what it says. Um, okay. Uh, Which is what you pay defense lawyers for. You don't pay yeah, them to no, get they out did of their job. in a right way. You pay for them to find the technicality. Find the loopholes and everything. Rittenhouse's attorney seized on a subsection of the Wisconsin law that states the ban on minors possessing dangerous weapons applies to minors armed with rifles or shotguns only if the weapons are short-barreled. Uh, Rittenhouse's AR-15 style rifle was not short-barreled, so only short. They were only a minor can't hold a dangerous weapon. There, the words in the law. If it's short-barreled. So do you owe an apology to Ryan? I don't know. I guess. I'm sorry, Ryan, if I miss. Yeah, but I don't understand what's the difference. If it's short barrel, the long barrel, still a gun. It does the same. It does damage. It's the same. Okay, I, I guess short, that law is the law. I get uh, that. Yeah. A short barrel shotgun probably sprays a bit farther, and it's a little more dangerous, I would gather. Yeah. Okay. But or a short barrel. I mean, what, what what's you're still a minor plus, holding a dangerous weapon. What's yeah, the, plus so a five-year-old can walk around with a with that gun and be fine, and it's fine. Well, What's I was going to say is that you can cause a lot of damage with a rifle that's got a short barrel on it because you can you can conceal it more. Whereas if yeah. it's a long barrel, it's hard to. But also, I would love to know when that law was put on the books because I'm sure at the time people weren't running around with with AR-15s or whatever that is. 1991. Yeah, when was when Clinton had? Didn't Clinton? Uh, that would have been pre-Clinton, because Clinton banned assault Bush. rifles. Remember? Yeah. So Which everybody forgets about. By the way, everybody forgets that little part of the gun thing. And again, don't come at don't at me, bro. If you're a gun guy, it's fine with me. I'm not saying anything, but we couldn't have those guns for the longest time, and nobody really said shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then when the ban expired. Everybody went out and bought those guns, and those seems to be the same guns that are in, like every single mass shooting, 
And now it's like, don't take away our guns. But it's like, well, but those guns were taken away for quite some time. And it, was, yeah. it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, no, I don't remember. I don't recall anybody during that time period being like, fuck it, I can't get this one particular type of gun. They just got other guns. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it yeah. doesn't, I, I know everybody's up in arms about it now because they, everybody has to act like, the world that they knew and loved and grew up with is being stolen from them. I don't but... understand this obsession with I can have any gun I want and it's fine. Like I get, yeah. Second I'm not Amendment. Even t- you are talking about something completely different from what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, I don't listen to you. So. I know, I know, but I don't want people, you, you, they can yell at you. I'm just saying like, it's, it's, it's like, Oh, you can't take our guns away from us, but it's like, well, you, you couldn't even have that gun in this country for a while there. And it didn't really seem to matter then. Yeah. You have so other choices. I what get difference it. does it make if we just got rid of that particular gun? And then people go, well, if you get rid of this one type of gun, people are still going to shoot people. And it's like, yeah, I guess so. But yeah, but uh, like the AR 15 does way more damage in less amount of time. Right. That someone can, you know, if it's a shotgun yeah. or, or a pistol, maybe there's a chance that, the, you know, n- Fewer injuries could be, you know, the damage can be minimized. But I are 15. It's just. Yeah, I feel like this is a thing. And and so I don't own a gun. And I mean, we don't even have to say that Frank doesn't own a gun. We all know. Maybe I do. No, you don't. I own these these guns. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Just warn us before you flash those bad boys, man. Sometimes, you know. I don't know if I have, I have the right licenses for these guns, but um, but um, half of our friends own guns, um, and um, even our our gun owning friends all say you don't need that gun. And I'm I... all for owning guns. You want to own a gun, own a gun. But the AR-15 is overkill, literally. And all our gun toting friends have that. And I feel like just, I wish we could get to a point of uh, sanity with that. But people, I mean, where's the, I mean, everybody goes, where's the line, all that stuff. But if you could own any gun you want. Yeah. Okay. So then why not own a, a rocket launcher? What's wrong with that? Do you remember there was a time, there was a time where Trump, uh, it was after a big uh, shooting uh, during Trump's presidency. And Trump held a meeting with his cabinet, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about guns and he was talking about banning, which didn't he ban the uh, extended magazine? It was, uh, there was something like a, a the clip a, that you'd add on to make the yeah. magazine longer. I think he did do that. I can't remember what it was, but you're right. There was something banned. He um, did do that. Yeah. So he did something like a stock, like some kind of bump stock. They bump call stock. It? Yeah. That was it, I think. But um, I remember, I remember the conversation going on and, and he, Trump was sitting there going like, yeah, maybe we don't need these things. And he was like, well, but why hasn't this ever been done before? And the Republicans on the um, panel or I, I don't know, the meeting, the Republicans in the meeting, they said they didn't feel that they could talk to Obama about this because they thought that he would, they would wind up losing everything. And they felt more comfortable talking to Trump because he knew, they knew that he wasn't going to take away all the guns. But maybe like they could have this conversation about, taking away like an AR-15 that it wouldn't be, you know, whatever. That's such a, that's such a, I'm sorry, but that's such a wuss fucking response. I couldn't talk to Obama about it. He's the president. You talk to him if you need. Well, no, the Republicans were worried that because all the Democrats want to get rid of all the guns, they didn't want to have, they don't want to open up this can with them. I feel like that's, that's, 
Well, I mean, you can understand right it case. though, right? Yeah, but you I disagree, feel like, but you can understand it. But that's not the case with most Democrats. They don't well, the want to take why, away all the guns. Well, they have take away the, the worst ones, the ones that you don't need. Well, the like Republicans the fear that guns. the Republicans fear that the Democrats would do that. And the whole point of them bringing this up in this and in, in this, by the way, with cameras, and they felt like they could discuss it was because they felt that Trump wouldn't do that. And they can have that open thing. And I remember thinking to myself, how wonderful this is that they can have this dialogue and maybe they'll come to a, a an agreement. Maybe, maybe that safety net of having a Republican president knowing that he's not going to harm the Second Amendment, we could actually have some progress and get something done. Maybe it didn't happen. But still, it was nice to think about that for about Lovely four thought. minutes that day. Lovely thought. Now, I don't understand why, I mean... I'm probably going to get the kind of come for me in the comments for this. But why is the Second Amendment so sacred? I get that it's part of the Constitution. It's the Bill of Rights. I yeah. get it. But amendments are made so that when you when we evolve as a country, they change and we add things and we take away things and we put things in that we change it up. It doesn't have to be. See, the, the Second Amendment was created during a time when it was muskets and sh you know little pistols and shit Agreed. they weren't they it wasn't created during a time of a the ar-15 so as weapons evolved i feel like the laws should evolve to reflect them i'm not saying delete the second amendment i'm saying maybe update it just update it that's all but everything else gets updated let's just update uh our laws on that i mean why why wouldn't we do that we well, update people, everything people feel that the right to bear arms gives you the right to defend yourself against absolutely other people totally your own government if need I'm be in. you know all for it but do you need a rocket launcher do you need a fucking well, i don't think you could buy ar-15 why not i don't think you could buy a rocket launcher why not I just don't think you can. I think you can carry a gun, but you can't carry a rocket. So if launcher. I if I somehow found a rocket launcher and bought it, is that illegal for me to have? Um, I think so. Yeah. Why? Because it's because it causes a lot of destruction. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's see. Why? Why not? Why? If I can have an AR-15, why can't I have a rocket launcher? It's my right to bear arms. What's the problem? It's a complicated question, but you know, and I think, I think that you only really see one side of it because you grew up in a in a city. You grew up in an urban area. You know. No, I get hunting. I get all that. But you don't need an AR-15 to hunt. There's a lot of there's a lot of instances like you ask somebody in Wyoming and not in Nebraska and shit like that, and mm -hmm. and you could certainly understand there. You know, you get some people that live 45 minutes away from any sort of authority. You know, you're in some of these counties and they have, you know, their fucking nearest police officers, you know, a half hour away. I'm not saying take away all the guns. If they got to mow down, I'm just saying if, if a gang of 15 people roll up on somebody. I'd love to see the statistics on how often that's happened, where it was one guy had an AR-15 and took out a gang of 15 people that were threatening them. But here's I'd my love. To, this isn't the movies. Here's my sole point of this. The federal government the bill of rights the second amendment gives us the right to it just says bear arms it doesn't say what arms. kind of arms local laws like those that are in new york city 
fine tune those laws, which is why the laws of the state supersede the laws of the federal government. So in New York fine. City, you can't ha you can't carry certain guns with you, and that you can is own to them. Um, no, but in New York City, it's very hard to carry a gun into New York City. Carry is different, but I'm talking about if you could own, if you have, you have possession of it and you own an AR-15, that's probably, I feel like in most states. I don't know if you can in, in New York. You state. can't have one in your house. That's a great question. I just don't know. I know it's okay. very, very hard. Like, even, like gun carrying people with licenses it's very hard to carry that into the borough of manhattan i just feel if we're going to allow okay here's my bottom line but my i get your before can I, can I wrap up my my yeah. point is that the the reason why you asked me why the second amendment was important is because it gives us all the right to do that and then our state and local governments then fine-tune that right towards their area so wyoming 45 minutes away from any sense of authority they're not going to have the same strict gun laws that you're going to have in new york city which is eight million people full and you need tighter laws you know what i'm saying to keep that a crowd that size in order so that's that's all i'm saying okay it's not important to you because you grew up here but for the people that grew up in those areas who are also americans they view it as a bit more important and anybody else in between is just being an asshole. Okay. So the people fair living, enough. Is that fair? Fair enough. <laughs> the people living in wherever. The, that the, are 45 the, the America, my gun people. They're just dicks. People but. living in wherever that need that think they need an AR-15 to protect their homes because they're 45 minutes away from whatever. Yeah. My point is, if we're going to allow this type of weapon out there, the laws need to be a little more um meticulous on how we regulate them so yeah i'm not saying give them out to everybody you should there should be i mean i'm not the first person to say this but there should be rigorous background checks all this stuff but there should also be like you have a driver's license you have to have a license to to drive a car you have to have have a gun license you have to you have to go for training. You should have to do and by all the way, this stuff. I don't think the AR, I, I, my personal feelings on the AR-15 is that we shouldn't have them. But no. I'm, I'm just explaining the, uh, no, so I don't want anybody to at me, but I'm just explaining why Puss. it is important in, you know, for some people. No, I get it. People are very nervous that they're going to be overrun by gangs of whatever. I, I, okay. Is a shotgun not good enough? Is a pistol not good enough? You need the, the AR-15 to mow down, that can mow down like 30 people in 10 seconds. Is that what you need? Is that going to make you feel better? I don't understand this obsession with a million I, guns. You know, I get it. What angers, me, fire. what angers me about most of this, it's the same thing that angered me about climate change. It's that the people who are against some of these things, it's you're just buying up fodder of a... Uh, uh, a group of people of uh what do they call them not a specialized group uh special, special interest group. group yeah thank you special interest group so it's just it's the it's the it's the people that were making money off of fossil fuels that were pumping all this anti-climate change rhetoric out there which i don't understand were, why people don't see right through that people are buying it and i feel like it's the same thing with the gun laws because again every gun owner i know personally doesn't see a need for the AR-15. Every gun owner that I don't know personally that I've ever had 
the the chance to have a conversation with. They all feel the same way. But you have this overwhelming narrative funded mostly by the NRA that is like, oh, the, 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 the liberal pussies just want to take your guns away. And so that's why we'll never get anything done. That's why that moment with Trump was really interesting, even though it didn't go anywhere. For a brief moment there, it was like, oh, maybe common sense is going to rule strong here. And the Republicans, in my eyes, had a chance to really do something wonderful. And they, of course, didn't take it. But that's I, okay. I feel like people see it as all or nothing. Like they say, all right, here's the AR-15. Once they take that away, they're going to take everything away. It's, just, it's like, why can't there be a middle ground compromise of here's the law. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna. The AR-15 is banned. Yeah, have, have a. You could have a handgun. You could have a, a shotgun if you or a rifle if you need to. You know, go hunting. You want to hunt. You want to protect your house. Great. Do you need a friggin' howitzer on your front lawn? No, you don't slippery need. Slope. Slippery no, slope. see, it doesn't have. Not everything is a slippery slope. You write a law. They're also trying to take Christmas away from us. Did you hear? Are they? Yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates. So, see how much they took it away. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I can't. And the climate Christmas change. one's my favorite. On climate change. The Christmas one's my absolute favorite. Just, it's so ridiculous. I have a war I have against a, Christmas. I have a family member who has been telling me about the war against Christmas. Oh God, for I can't. Fifteen years. I'm like, they, they would have won already. I, I, I'm like, it's I'm, a, so, I'm over it. I'm ready to give up on Christmas. I can't hear about this fucking war so, Christmas anymore. It's so dumb. Anybody who they're thinks trying they're to trying take to it take away, away from us, Frank. I'm sorry, but you're grossly misinformed. Yeah. Celebrate Christmas. Celebrate the holiday you want to celebrate. Say Merry Christmas to whoever you want. If they don't say it back, wonderful. Move on. Did I ever Live tell your you life my, and celebrate I, what you want to celebrate. Did I ever tell you my Starbucks, the only time I got ever really mad at a listener? No. There was a thing where Starbucks one year got rid of something on their cups. They went with oh they went with the blank cups the year they went with the blank cups oh it was like draw your own thing or which something fast, which was draw your own Christmas right. scene or holiday scene whatever the fuck they said um, but I I was explaining that on the air and and I was saying how nobody wants to take away your Christmas and I I you know I, I go to commercial break and I pick up the phone and this very nice woman she goes did you hear about the Starbucks cups I said I was just talking about this she goes. I know. She goes, this is what I'm telling everybody to do. When they ask for your name, say your name is Merry Christmas. This way they have to put it on the cups. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, I was like, I just went now. over this. I go, did you just, now. I go, did you just tune in? She goes, I just turned on the radio. I was like, okay. I was like, so you didn't hear what I said. I was like, this is what it is. It's oh my not God. to force them to run. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I can't. The anyway. whole point that with people, people jump to conclude. That's the problem. People jump to their own conclusions with everything, with guns, with the war on Christmas. They're like, all right, so the war on Christmas means they want to delete Christmas. They, they, you can't say Merry Christmas. No, that's not the point. The point is not everybody celebrates Christmas. So when you say Merry Christmas to someone, they might not say it back. They might say Happy Holidays. I say Merry Christmas, with. baby. I sure that's fine, too. Treats you, nice. you say whatever you want. Yeah. Someone says Happy Hanukkah to me. I'm not going to get offended. I'll be like, great, happy Hanukkah. Uh, you know, just move on with your life. Say, accept the compliment. Someone wishes you a happy something. Great, yeah. accept it and move on. Merry Christmas. You know, happy holidays is not an insult. It's something, someone wishing you a happy time. Well, because it's like when you walk into a room with like 30 people and you don't know who 
celebrates one. Not everybody go, celebrates oh, Christmas. Have a great holiday. Happy holidays. You know, that's fine. Yeah. You want to say Merry Christmas to someone and you know that they celebrate Christmas. Great. You don't know they celebrate Christmas and you said Merry Christmas. It's not the worst thing in the world. They'll probably be like, great. Merry Christmas. They don't I like to go into synagogues and say Merry Christmas, everybody. And they go, actually, we don't celebrate that. And I go, Is that oh, really? see, this is, this is where people are going to not know that you're kidding. And they're going to write in the comments, Anthony, really? You said I do. You that. go into synagogues and do that? And then I go, oh, well, then have a happy holidays, everybody. I hope that suffices. And then I politely exit. See, it's your war on synagogues. <laughs> it's not nice. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. I go into Roman Catholic churches and go, happy Hanukkah, everybody. I hope you enjoy the eight nights. It's going to be a good time. Eight anybody crazy. else needs? Anybody need matches or anything? That's what I do. That's nice, I think. Do you do that? All for matches? Yeah. On the day before Hanukkah? I think that's considerate. What kind of matches? Like the long fireplace ones? Or the, yeah, the oh, yeah. Little, little bullshit ones? No, no, ones. no. No. By the way, nothing. This is no bullshit. Nothing's more classy to me than a match that's like this long. Isn't that great? <laughs> I just love those. Like if somebody hands you a box of that, you're going to go, oh, this is cool. just like if they give you a Jumpstart coffee cup. And you're going to be like, oh, this is some serious shit. Because where do you get those matches? I, I don't know. I have yet to walk through a store and go, look at these long ass matches. <laughs> I don't see them. Yeah. You put a box of long ass matches next to a box of short, uh, flimsy matches. I'm going to buy those long ass ones every single time. As Janine would say, the more wood, the better. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's our Kyle Rittenhouse discussion. That was the Kyle. I hope you enjoyed the Kyle Rittenhouse update. You know hope what? You got I a always, lot out of that. You know what I want to know. Uh, this is. I'm being serious. What came first, Hanukkah or Kwanzaa? Because it feels like one of those two should be sued for copyright infringement. I don't know much about Kwanzaa at all. Yeah, they both got the candle thing going on, and I feel like somebody somebody ripped that off from somebody else. I don't know who it is. But somebody should be. What's, somebody I don't know like, the story <laughs> of Kwanzaa. What is what is the whole deal? With no that? idea. But I know that they have a different looking. What do they call the candle? Uh, menorah. Menorah. They have a different looking one for Kwanzaa. Okay. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I know more about the story of Hanukkah. Again, I don't know when Hanukkah, when those eight nights took place. What what year that was, or what uh, century that was? Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's a date that that they have with that. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, but I, I know very. I know way less about about Kwanzaa. Uh, the the a key custom during the Kwanzaa celebration is the daily lighting of the Kinara. I'm saying that right. K I N A R A. When observing Kwanzaa, the black candle symbolizes the people themselves. The three candles, the three red candles are for the struggle or bloodshed in the past and the three green candles represent the earth or the abundance of possibilities the future holds these are all wonderful messages this is all wonderful i'm not taking away yeah. from kwanzaa i'm and just every, saying every though, every it's awfully these, closely resembling the the menorah first, first of all all the holidays including christmas have candles involved yeah but no, no. christmas you got um What's it called? The four weeks of uh, of what's it called? Advent. Advent. The Advent candles. We light one every week. Do you? Oh yeah, that's. Oh yeah, that's right. There are Advent candles. Damn right there are. See, Advent means just you poke in that little hole in the box and you get a chocolate. Yeah, a little that's... piece of chocolate. That's <laughs> see, that's an Advent calendar, <laughs> and you get those at like CVS. 
That's more important. You're going to sit there and tell me Advent candles are selling more than Advent calendars? I'm not going to believe you. They're in the churches is all I know. Yeah, that's true. So every, I feel like almost all these holidays have candles involved in some way. Well, again, notice the non-racism on my part. I'm not saying one religion yeah. came in front of the other. I don't know who did what. It meddles in saying, the mail. I'm just saying somebody, thank you. <laughs> saying somebody copied off of somebody else's paper during the test. That's Is all that I'm what happened? Saying. Well, it would be like if another religion was like, oh, look at us. We put up this bush and we decorate it. You'd be like, wait a second. That's awfully similar to another religion I know of. Yeah, but it's a bush. It's different. <laughs> I guess so, but still. Still, I'm a little... Hey, look, listen. To be they, fair, they over did... the years, over the centuries, religions have, have borrowed yeah, traditions yeah. and things. And they both other. do the eight candle thing and nobody seems to be... Get, there hasn't been a lawsuit yet, so I'm, I'm all for harmony. That's First great. of all, if I've lost count, I think it's nine candles in Hanukkah and seven in Kwanzaa if you, if you have led me down the right road there. Well, I don't know. I can't remember. I think it was count. one black candle with Kwanzaa, three yes. green and three others. Yes. So that's yeah, seven. Correct. And I think Hanukkah okay. is nine. So either way, either somebody said, let's take away two candles and maybe they won't notice. Or somebody said, let's add two candles and maybe they won't notice. I'm just saying. It's still, I don't know. It's still kind of bullshit. You know what? It's funny that you said that about all religions, though, because all religions basically essentially pick the same time of year for their religious celebrations. Like there was a story that jesus wasn't born on the 25th that, like this is kind of like a known thing that they just kind of it's moved a date it. that they've yeah i don't think they know yeah. the real it's a date that's just universally yeah. agreed upon oh and the tree is a pagan thing too by the way so yes you can say they did steal it from the pagans so that's it. again sure but uh you know and easter is not the same day you know it's because it's got to be a Friday. We, we They make it a Friday, Saturday. Yeah, no, Sunday. but I'm saying like Jesus was legit born in March. And they were just like, eh. Could have been. Everybody does the holiday thing around December. So let's just put it there. And everybody's like, all right, let's just do that. Why they said, I don't know what the reason of December 25th is, but it's fine. That's Because know. it means something to every, like every other, like society had like something going on in that, around that time. So that's yeah. why they. All right. I'm yeah, they're hey, like, if we're just making this shit up anyway, let's just put it over here where everybody else put it. What are you making this shit up? Uh, Frank's words, not mine. Anyway. Um, no, yours. I was asking you. <laughs> Laura Ingram. Uh, credit Polino Magana Leon on Twitter. And then also Matt Jones. Make sure right. everybody involved in there. Um, this was a, a, a hilarious exchange between Laura Ingram, who's lost her shit. And, a long uh, time ago. One of her uh, guests. Um, the key, I think the key thing to keep in mind here is that there is a show on Netflix called You. Right, Y-O-U. Y-O-U. And uh, so let's uh, let's pick it up there. Frank, you tell me if this is... Uh, I don't know anything about the show. Do we have to know anything about the show going in? Okay. Just Laura Ingram's kind of an idiot. Right. Along with all the other idiots on cable mm -hmm. news antidote to the politics and all those woke storylines in so many shows today. You know, I was watching an episode of uh, You where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on You. What, 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 what was on me? What are you talking about? Ray, what, the, is Ray even hearing what I'm the saying? I never had the measles. was on You. We never did a... a 
We never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I, is this a joke? I, know. I don't even know it what you're talking about. It was on you. It was on you. I've never had, Raymond, I've never had measles. What are you talking about? This is stupid. It was an this episode is a poorly of scripted a bullshit Laura. story. Well, what's it called? You. What is you. It's called you. I've never done a show on measles. I, I just completely give up. We got to get it's out. It's a show I, I give up. called you on Netflix. There's a show called Loring on Netflix. Oh, never mind. About? I'm moving on this... to Adele. I can't explain this to you. The this singer had an open All right. show called I think I... Room on Netflix. She I said... think I... before we get too deep into this, I think I read something where they admitted that this was a scripted bullshit back and forth. Like they tried to do like because they... it almost seems like a, a like a who's on first kind of skit that they're trying to pull off. Oh my god. It was scripted, I, I believe. Like they they set this up. Oh, is that true? I'm pretty sure. My whole life is a lie. It was poorly done. But yeah, I think that was what was going on. Not to give anybody like Laura Ingram any credit, but I think this was meant to be similar to a who's on first style bit. All right, this according to a colleague I could be wrong. I read something like that. I, I, maybe they were misinformed, but that's what I read. Let me see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Raymond. It went viral, but many suspected it was a setup, which Arroyo later seemed to confirm. Wait, that was the guy, though. The guy. Bullshit. That guy. He's guy Arroyo. Was, okay. Yeah, he seems to confirm that it was a... Because it seems like there's a point in this where he says something and she should have gotten it. But she kind of goes along, keep keeps it the bit going. It's very, I think it's a scripted, stupid attempt to be funny. Um, Methinks. Fox News person Carly Shanahan referred insider to Arroyo's tweet when approached for clarification. Uh, what did Arroyo tweet? I think this is bullshit. Yeah, I think so too. I think they really fucked up. No, no, I don't think. That. I, I honestly, I think it's a, a bit gone too far. I feel like they should have got halfway through it. You could tell that it, they're 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 kind of forcing the joke a little bit. I never had the measles. What are you talking about? It's like no, you should have get what he's talking about by now. Even if you don't know the show, he says it. There's a show called Laura Ingram. If someone says there's a show called You on Netflix, you're not going to assume the show is called Anthony. You're going to assume it's called You, right? Yeah, that was. I thought she was really dumb. Yeah, it's she. She might be less intelligent than the average bear, but I don't think this. I think this was all kind of scripted. Okay, Arroyo chimed in to say it was scripted. The MSNBC host. Meta Hassan tweeted, oh, but they don't say what Arroyo's tweet was. I think this is bullshit. I think he's just defending, he's just being, he looked stupid, and now they're like, oh, it was scripted. It seems, if you're asking my, my opinion, looking at it, it seems scripted to me, because there's a point in it where it's obvious what he's talking about, even if you don't know the show. And she should have gotten it already. And she's just pushing the joke. To dote to the politics and all those. I'm going to look up a royal right now. While we're at that, let's let's add our scripted expert. She writes all our bits. That's J Sabs. Yeah, she is. Sure. Here in 
ready. You ready? I'm ready to start the scripted part now. Did you see this exchange between Raymond Arroyo and, and Laura Ingram? I didn't. About to show you. <gasps> oh. <laughs> did you hear about it? I did. Okay. Now, I think that it was scripted from the start and everybody, you know, they were just trying to do a joke like a uh, like a who's on first bit. Right. And okay. Anthony right, thinks it. that it might not be that. It's just them being stupid. I think there's I think Laura Ingram is is maybe she's smart, but she's also very Okay. Stupid. Mehdi Hassan opinion. tweeted, This is one of the funniest things I've ever seen on live TV. Part of me <sighs> refuses to believe it's real and it must be a bit. But no, this happened. And then Raymond Arroyo responded, Thank you, Mehdi Hassan. We were worried it wouldn't work via satellite, but glad it landed. Totally scripted. Totally scripted. Let me see. Oh, you already did it. We did play it. It's a minute long. I'll play it again. Yeah. That's what she said. To dote to the politics and all those woke storylines in so many shows today. You know, I was watching an episode of uh, You where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on you. What, 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 what was on me? What are you talking about? Right? What, the, is Raymond even hearing what I'm saying? I never had the measles. Was on you. That right there. We never did a. We never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I? Is this a joke? I, know, I don't even know what you're was, talking about. It was on you. It was on you. I've never had Raymond. I've never had measles. What are you talking about? This is stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. What's it called? You. What is you. It's called you. I've never done a show on measles. I, I just completely give up. We got to get out It's a show I, I give up. called you on Netflix. There's a show called Loring on Netflix. What are you never talking mind. about? I'm moving on to Adele. I can't explain this to What's you. The pop about? singer had an open. See, yeah. there's a few questions. I, that, that, that looks scripted. That was totally scripted. To there's a few points in there where it doesn't make sense. Um, there's a point where he goes, um, there's, there's a show. It's I saw it on, yeah, yeah. There's a, a couple of questions in there where she should have got it. But I feel like everybody is forgetting the fact that Laura Ingram actually had a guy fall out of his chair on live TV and she just went to break out of pure nervousness. Like th this is the same exact person. Yeah, she's also terrible in many ways, but. That's beside oh the point. God. If we're You're talking about in many ways. if we're talking about this specific instance, I think it was scripted and meant to be a joke. It was supposed to be like a who's on first kind of bit. Yeah. That's my opinion. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I just don't I just I can't imagine they're smart enough to even pull pull something like this off. I, I, I'm they didn't. You don't think opinion. it is. So you don't think it's script. You don't think it was scripted at all. You think that they were actually like, like just. Why talking? would she ask? Why would she ask? She asked the question in the middle of, "What is it called?" She go. He goes. There was a show on you. Uh, a show called an episode of you on Netflix. Oh my God! It's look. It's the same guy. Wait, hold on. I'm telling you, it was 100%. May not have been written out line for line scripted, but it was definitely something they planned on doing. The ACLU used to care about the rights of accused, but with Kavanaugh... See, it's the same fucking... I love this guy. Whoever this guy is, that's great. Who is this guy? Martin 
Roland Martin. There you go. Love it. That's the greatest reaction. Yeah. Thanks for the video, Roland. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. It's 100% scripted. I, I'm not even entertaining Aww. any other thoughts. All right. Let me know in the comments what you guys think, scripted or not. Uh, we brought up the metaverse on a previous podcast, and I want to go back to it because, again, uh, you know, Frank, you were, I think you were kind of talking about this. You were asking questions about this. Here's Zuckerberg in what I can only oh my God. describe oh my God. as a masturbatory age. <laughs> He's got wow glove on. <laughs> Is that the power glove from Nintendo? I think so. Cool. I think he, I think he definitely whacks off on that though. Turning twenty one. Um, but he put he put this picture out. Photo credit to Zuck. Uh, Meta's Reality Labs team is working on haptic gloves to create a realistic sense of touch in the metaverse. One day you'll be able to so feel weird. texture and pressure when you touch virtual objects that is going to make porn like the bet it's going to skyrocket whatever no, i was going to say stock, the first place i'm putting my phone is if you have stock <laughs> or you're interested in buying stock look into meta porn it's not <laughs> <Metaporn>. <laughs> that's going to skyrocket are you kidding they're making gloves and shit that's going to have touch and texture and all that stuff Gene. i feel like that's what's going to be could you imagine putting on that that goggled system and the whole suit there and you're in your little virtual world and you're in a, the poor part of town and there's just one homeless guy after the next <laughs> coming up oh. to you and I'll be right feeling back. you up. Yeah. I'll be right back. How's a great that, that moment going to be? Oh, well, you know they do. What is this eighth grade feeling you up? <laughs> Making out behind the the gym, necking know. with you, necking, yeah, yeah. Oh, necking! I never use that. That's like our, our parents or even grandparents mm. canoodling. But look at this. I mean, we're we're making fun, but again, I keep bringing up Ready Player One. This is what they yeah. did. They put on these suits. And they were able to touch something like it was real. Like imagine being able to pet a fucking dinosaur and it feel a hundred percent real. I want to know what he's seeing. Like, is he seeing actual like surroundings that look real, or is he seeing like uh, Matrix style, you know, green and black, you know, textured numbers and all that? Like, what is he looking at? I'll show you. I bet you. It's, I bet you. It's like real. That's what he's okay, looking at. Okay, great. Uh, All right. There's a lot. There's a lot of graphic stuff on that page. <laughs> I, I don't think we should be showing. But way to see, go. See, look. You see where his hand is. That's what he's looking at. Okay. Very good. He's such. We a are. One. We're getting demonetized on this one. <laughs> demonetized. This, this is not. Yeah. You left wonderful. it open. I had to take. I had to take my shot. That's what she said. That's what she said. Thank you. Also, I forgot to change the bottom part there. There we go. Now it's accurate. And now it's we're done with it. So change it again. Yeah. All right. Office fans. Uh, yeah. John Krasinski once saved Jim and Pam, according to a new book. I did read this. Are you amazed that are, are you amazed by the story or the fact that Kevin from The Office wrote a book? Because that's the uh, amazing both. part to me. Both. Yeah. How did uh, he save Jim and Pam? Um, by the way, Brian Baumgartner, I'm sure, is a smart guy. The guy who played Kevin. But he's writing, uh, he's got a new book coming out called Welcome to Dunder Mifflin, The Ultimate Oral History of the Oral. Office. In the um, in there is a story about uh, how John Krasinski 
refused to do a storyline where do you remember when he, they went down to florida to start the store to sell the triangles things remember that yeah I, sure and i, I watched the first I like i watched the first like three or four seasons i yeah, might so not have gotten up to that frank you didn't get what? up to that but anyway, they were down in Florida for a special project for Saber or Sabre, whatever you prefer. And um, in the story, Pam was on maternity leave because uh, what's her name in real life? Jenna Fisher was pregnant. So she was on maternity leave and um, they had a um, temp in for Pam's character named Kathy. And she went down to Florida and she was trying to get Jim to sleep with her which was a real part of the storyline and the storyline that uh, Krasinski refused to do was they actually do kiss in Florida. Mm -hmm. And so he refused to do that part. He actually, yeah. So he actually went and told the producers like the first and only time he's like, I'm not, I can't do this. I'm not doing this. Why did he refuse it? Because everybody. Yeah, I think so. It wouldn't have been as good of a, a moment, I no. guess. No. By the way, I think he's a thousand percent right. I think that was the right call all the way. I'm amazed they stuck with him. You know, they said, "Yeah, you're right," and they they didn't do it. Yeah, they relented. The um, mm -hmm. uh, them. the producers and the uh, the show creator, they both they all agreed to it. That's the amazing thing. Like once you have a character and you're an actor and it's you playing that character, and the writers, I feel like, would have to include you on here's where we're going with this character do you think because you're the guy that's in the head of this actor of this character do you think this would fit his personality and what he would hmm. do and what he would say because imagine being an actor and be like i know this character better than anybody and they give you a line or a scene and this is you're like this is not anything that the character would do how yeah. do you, you know you have to I, be I think a, an authority a on that a weird thing happens where when you when you first write a character, you're writing solely the character. And a lot of the times right. the writers are writing themselves. And <laughs> then after season one or after season two, now, like you said, that actor has embodied part of that. And then what happens is, is the writers sometimes start writing stuff based off of how you delivered a line or are embodying that character. Wait, so now they're writing you. You? You ah, nice. the show you, Janine. Show you. Oh, I know. I so there's a show called JSABs. <laughs> yeah, right. I wish. So yeah. So once, like, so when the act, when the writers are writing the character of Jim and Pam, they have John Krasinski and I don't, Jennifer. What's her name? Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher, in mind. They have them in mind when they're writing the characters, and like, they're vi probably visualizing them doing this stuff. By the way, name another Jenna. Elfman. Damn it. I would, that's not the one I was thinking of. Okay. Who were you thinking of? Jenna Jameson. Oh, Jenna Jameson. I was going to say there couldn't be anybody more opposite Jenna, Jenna Fisher than Jenna Jameson. Yeah. But you ruined it with Jenna Elfman. Sorry. Later, asshole. Sorry. But you know what? That, that, that definitely would have ruined it because, you know, it takes them a while to get together. So just imagine, oh, I would have been so pissed. So pissed. Well, here's here's oh. a, here's why I think because if a guy cheats, even if he was 
coaxed into it or whatever the case, whatever the storyline was, like she was coaxed going after into him. it. What did his cock just fell into her? What? <laughs> no, they don't sleep together. They were supposed to just kiss. That was the storyline. Okay. With whom? Who? Who was the girl? Kathy, who was the te- who was a temp. Well, so while Pam is out on maternity leave, okay. Kathy is her fill-in. But yeah. pa- he and Pam were together. He and Pam were married. She was pregnant. Oh, she was out wow. on maternity leave having their kid. Yeah, that doesn't seem like them at all. Right. Because I think I don't think you can forgive Jim. I don't think people oh, would for- no. forgive no, Jim. No, they would have hated it. him. He would have this bl- this mark on him through the whole series. Right. Because if you think about it, spoiler alert, Frank, if you want to, you know, no, pull your no, headphones no. off. I I get I saw the end. I saw the last episode. When the sound guy starts his whole storyline with Pam like that you know like you you get like ang- like I remember being like angry at Pam for that whole thing like she's like clearly but that was Pam's kind of thing because that's how Pam started with Roy and and Jim and all that shit you know so you could kind of you but she, it's also more not forgivable but there's like an emotional thing there because she was abandoned by Jim Whereas in mm. this other scenario, he wasn't abandoned. There wasn't anything that she did to him. She was just out on maternity leave. Right. He right. would have just been a flat out scumbag if he had scumbag. done it. Especially on maternity leave. She's at home carrying your kid. Yeah. Fuck or right. kid taking care of your kid. I mean, that's yeah. messed up. That's, that's super messed up. Yeah. Anytime it's messed up, but that especially. Yes, it is. All right. Um, who loves a Reese's peanut butter cup? Best candy, best Halloween. I saw this already. Handout too. ever. I saw this too. That's what I gave out on Halloween. You, Reese's you peanut a, butter cups. You want a medal or something for the ones that you've already? I saw seen. this too. <laughs> How about sending some of these fucking things? I know, right? I, I telepathically did. Obviously. Aren't you? <laughs> Can't deny it. Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups is coming out with a nine-inch pie. Nice. That's what she said. Who doesn't want nine inches? Nope. So it's going to be just a giant. I'll gladly take that. Is it going to be different or is it going to be just a giant peanut butter cup? Um, it is a giant peanut butter cup. It All comes right. It comes in a. Um, so it's not made any different. It's just bigger. It's just bigger. Yeah. But here's, here's my thing, though. Here's my thing. And yeah. agree with me or disagree. The Reese's. I don't like how um, this is starting, so I'm going to start on the disagree part. The Reese's um, shapes taste better than the original. You know. What do you mean? That, shapes? like the egg like, and all that. Like the egg, like the Christmas tree, like the, no, um, the original pumpkin. The best. No, no. Because you got those you right ha- now. You got those harder ridges on the outside, and then the soft middle. That's the best. I'm the, the pumpkin you, and all that doesn't have that. Uh, uh, the tree and the egg. Oh, no. But it's, I feel no. like the tree and the egg are all middle or all soft. I like the hard edge on the ridges yeah, sh- on the outside. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Hey, oh, I like it harder, baby. On the outside, um, on the outside. Look at that. Time. Look at that swirl on the top there. Wait, Janine, what was your statement that the tree was better or the egg was better? Yes, yeah, yes, than the shapes. original, than the original Reese's cups. Hang on, say mm-hmm. it again. The tree and the egg is better than the original. Yes. What She's saying is... all shapes are better than the original cup. Yeah, all the shapes are. Is there pumpkins? 
is there one that's better than the other or it's like it doesn't matter it's all just better than the original circular one people have said that the egg is the most like is the best tasting one i've heard that i feel like the ratio's off it's not enough chocolate no it's too much filling no the cup is the perfect amount You've got Frank fired up. He's talking. He's talking about. I know, but he's drunk. He's got three glasses of wine in him. He's I'm actually not... not drunk. I don't know what's with this wine. I'm three glasses of wine in, and I'm not. It's I'm, I'm... dessert wine. God, don't ever white, talk to me about dessert blend. wine. It's very good. It's called meat. Um, tea. when we went to um, Hershey Park last time, years ago, years ago, my brother-in-law ate. Uh, he couldn't finish it. Those half pound cups. It was mm. like a little, like you know, like a little dare. Did it look like th- it was like this, like the big, like a pie cup? Yeah, but it was a half pound one. This I don't know how I don't know how much this actually weighs, but that was a half pound one. He's a big guy, and it was it was hard for him to finish it, which I don't think he ever did finish it. Does a nine inch pie seem like it's bigger or smaller than that? The, what he ate? Wait, how much was that? A half a pound? You said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have this the, thing. I got the pounds. You want to guess? For um, this? What, nine inches. Pounds. How many? Yeah. Three pounds. No, I'm going to say it's like 6.78 pounds. 3.4 pounds. Really? I feel like it's so much bigger. That's what she fi- said. Oh. <laughs> it's the filling is nice and Hello? light. We're getting we're getting this for Friendsgiving, and the first I'm gonna buy a few of them. And the first one to finish it gets a hundred dollars. How about that? You're Here's... not gonna be able to. It's a whole pie. You can't finish a whole pie. Yeah, you can. Own. Okay. Listen, you don't think that my brother, especially if or you're eating person, other stuff, you don't think that my brother or another person will no. fight to the death for this. I would love to see nobody, if especially if you're eating sit all down the and, food and eat this, and no, even without with no other food, Nobody's I don't know do if that. anybody could eat this whole thing in one sitting. All right. I would Nobody's love to. S- Wait, are you talking about? You talking about Aunt? Um. Yep. But you, I think my brother, brother would, would hear this. And I was would just try to do it right. I yeah. was just gonna say between your brother-in-law, your brother, and Jay, our other mm-hmm. friend, the, between the three of them. I just I said, would, yeah, exactly. I would love to see the three of them. That would be to me the ultimate to but watch they, them try and finish one of these. But they would have to restrain themselves from eating any other foods because there's no way they could eat Thanksgiving stuff no. and finish a whole pie. No way. That's not gonna don't happen. I hope one of them does doesn't hear the show because they're gonna prove you wrong. It's Where three did... pounds of food. Nope. It three doesn't pounds matter. of chocolate and peanut butter. That's insane. How, where do you get this thing? Is it available like at supermarkets or um... where where do you, where can you get it? I don't know, but you want to hear something funny. Um, I actually was telling my boss the story of my brother-in-law trying to eat this half a pound of cup years ago. And he was like, really? Hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right. Like two weeks later, he came in with them. Or did I get it? I can't remember. And he actually finished it. And he's a much smaller guy. And I don't even know how he did it. So it was what? How how big a well, half a pound? I know how I did it. It was half a pound. Half a pound you could you could do if you haven't eaten anything. That's that's not that. like this is three pounds, so you cut it into sixths. So it looks like one, two, three, four. 
It looks like that slice that's cut out plus a little more. That's not that bad. Half a pound. I mm, I don't know. I I think that doesn't so seem like what? that much to me. Half a pound. Three pounds or three no, and a half they couldn't pounds do it. is a lot. They couldn't do it. He really? couldn't do it, but my but my boss did it. But he actually had to um, smoke something before he ate it. <laughs> I, I was just gonna you. say, oh are you allowing performing enhancing drugs to be? Uh, <laughs> yes, because yes. that that would change the game on it a little bit. You yeah. see, then there's an asterisk next to that record. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Three and a half pounds of any type of food is gonna be. I could do a three and a half pound lobster. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I feel, I feel like. It's not all meat, you know what I mean? Like they they weigh the whole body. They don't just weigh like the part you can actually eat, you know. That's true. I'll give you that. What about but, like mm, like pulled pork? Like three and a half pounds of pulled pork. Three and a half pounds. That's a lot of food. You don't a lot realize. of food. You don't that's, think you could do it, fam? No. If that's all you're eating for the whole day, I might be able to do it, but. If I'm eating other stuff and I had breakfast, if I didn't eat anything all day and at like five o'clock at night, someone handed me three and a half pounds of pulled pork, I might be able to do it. Well, how many? Okay. How, about like how much does a pizza pie weigh? Wait, right. That I was going to say, can, did you ever eat a whole pie by yourself? And no. did you ever have a hot dog eating con contest by yourself? No. By yourself? Oh. No. Okay. I never had a hot dog eating yeah, contest. Yeah, yeah. I never did myself. that either. <laughs> We're talking about actual hot dogs here, Janine. Oh, not wiener stuffing in your mouth. Okay, I get right. It. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I think the most I think I've Sorry, had Mom. with pizza is four half a pie, four slices. Exactly. I, I don't think I've ever done a full pie. How much does a pizza you weigh? You think our friends ever did a whole pie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think so. By themselves. Yes, I yes. think. I think at least two of them have. Okay. Just think, okay, a crave case. There you go. Yeah. That's They've true. I don't that. know how much those things weigh, but you're talking about pounds of food. That's a lot. So what do you have, Ant? I was going to say, this says, according, uh, an average 12-inch pizza. Which, that's what's not a, that big. That's not that big. This For, says Like, a, if you get a pie from a pizzeria, it's not, yeah. it's bigger than that. This can't be right. An average 12-inch pizza weighs around two pounds. That sounds about right. No. You think more? Less. No, a with the cheese pizza? and the sauce? Yeah, it's not that big. That's <laughs> with, the, with the cheese and the sauce. I could see that. Two, two pounds. I'll show you what 12 inches looks like. How? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, going on feel. Okay. That was muscle memory right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Good for your husband. Um, He's Italian. Uh, you better believe Yo, sus each. All right. This one says six a 16-inch pizza, which that's what you would say is a regular New York. Sign. I thought it was yeah. 18 inches. All right. All right. So 60, we'll add a, a couple ounces. What do you got? 17.77 ounces. How is it less than a 12-inch pizza? Yeah, because that 12-inch pizza thing was bullshit. That's why. What's set, What? How many ounces are in a pound? 12? 16. Oh, 16? Yeah. So a pizza is a pound? That can't be right. I feel like it's more than that. A regular pie, like at a pizzeria, 
something that would fill a, a regular pizza box, you know, that would go. How big is that? How big is a pizza box? I don't know. What's the universal average size of a regular pie? Is there a, I wonder if there's a number for that. I wonder. I wonder. Because New, there's all, you have to put it in New York pie because we don't, we don't yeah, we're not used to anything else. We're not talking Pizza Hut or Domino's. We're talking about right. you go to a pizzeria and you get you order a regular pie. You get eight slices. How big is that pie? I would guess 18. Like, it's like probably like the size of a tire, car tire, 18, 16, 18 inches. Mm, that's what she said. Um, 16, 18 inches. What? <laughs> but I feel like it's more than a pound with all the cheese and sauce and dough. That, that that's all right. Either way, I four times. I think it's fucking impossible to eat three and a half pounds of food, especially something like this. That's not easy to chew either. I mean, how long of a time are you giving them? You giving oh, them excellent question, Janine. How long were you? How long would you give them? I'd give. I think it, to be fair, a couple hours. You got to give them I, two, two hours, three 15 hours, minutes. fifteen no, minutes. Fifteen minutes. Can't do that in fifteen minutes. You can't okay, get through two I, I slices in 15 I would, I would say an hour then. An hour's not bad. To be but. fair, I think they could, if I gave you, if I gave them a day, if it's like, okay, it's Saturday, you have all day to finish this, I think they could do it then. No, I think they could do it in an hour. If it's a contest and they're looking to finish it and they have a goal, I have to finish this in an hour, yeah. I think they could do it. If it's just casual eating it throughout the day, then they'd be able to finish it easy in a day. But I think if they wanted to, if they really wanted to finish it in an hour, I think they could do it. I can't believe you're underestimating them. I really, um, I'm upset. We're talking about a guy <laughs> who every poker night would bring cheese and, and bread and all this kind of stuff. They, it's, it's, they could finish this. This is, this is a, this is a piece of cake. No pun intended. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna try and buy a couple of these now. It's going to be impossible to get because it's like everything else. Is, they make well, where? Uh, where can you get them? Uh, they're it's only not like making on the Entenmann's rack. <laughs> they're only making three. Oh, COVID because of COVID, right? That was really funny. They're only making three thousand. Oh, that seems very short-sighted. You want to guess how much one of these is? Mike, I'd say twenty-five dollars. That's a good guess. I would say I would have said twenty, but. If they're only making three thousand of these things, sixty bucks. No, no. Janine wins closest without going over, but you're both not close. Uh forty four ninety nine. Okay. Oh my god. Forty I mean I would probably buy for forty five dollars. I was the closest, but I went over. Oh wait, you could buy them right from the website. I'm gonna should I buy three right now? <laughs> uh, oh, you can only you buy one. Sure. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, probably only, yeah, there's probably a limit. So, and you can only get them from the website. I'm sure they don't sell them in stores if they only make it three. You sell, I'll drive to Hershey right now. And oh, get no, one. wait, wait, wait. No, quantity three, select size, one pie. Oh, okay. I got confused. How big are the pies? That's what they she said. Different. They have different it. sizes. Oh, no, it's not letting me add to cart. Hold on. This item is currently not available. So yeah, it's gonna be it's a big run of these things. This is, you're not gonna be able to get this. Yeah, they do this, and then they go, oh, shop our other items. They think we're going to just buy other This shit. is a huge mistake. First of all, I'm going to go I'm driving to Hershey now. Thanks. Because they honestly, were, yeah, they have I, to sell them in there, right? If they were any kind of smart business people, they would make this like the McRib. They would bring this back every holiday. Oh, yeah. 
and yeah. they would they would sell hundreds of thousands of these things. That these things would go to every on every this this thing would be on every table in America. And thanks for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving, for even yeah. for Christmas, I could see it. Even for Halloween, they have pumpkin pies all around the table. You know, all all, all the time. I could see them. You start selling them October fifteenth to the end of the year. You clean up this the, hundreds of thousands of these things. I don't know why they're only doing three thousand. I don't know. I think they just yeah do it for the publicity. Who knows? Maybe it's I don't know. But it's a huge item. That I feel they're. I mean they're they're probably. I mean it's year one. I'm sure they're testing the waters, but they'll probably bring it back on a bigger scale next year. If well, I since we can't get this, if we just bought three and a half pounds worth of Reese's peanut butter cups for that, <laughs> would that be the same test? I am in. How many? Because I polished off a bag of these things around Halloween. How many? How many pounds is in a bag? You know when you pick up those bags at uh, in CVS to, that have like I don't know, fifty freaking packs in them. Mm -hmm. Those little guys. I, I finished like a whole bag of those things in a couple of days. How many pounds are in one of those bags? Um, it'll tell you the weight on the bag. Yeah, yeah they, it's gone by now. I don't have that bag anymore. Well, but I, peanut butter. I love these things. I could, I could, I could sit these. I could eat these breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, how many do you think you could eat? Exactly. How many pounds do you think you could consume? I don't yeah. know if I could do a whole pie like this, a nine inch. Could pie. you? You think you could do half a pound? Yeah, in a in a heartbeat. I feel like a half a pound is not that much. Okay, but I'm telling you, my brother-in-law, he could, he couldn't do it. Well, look at this picture that we have on the screen. If that is a three-pound pie, cut it in half right down the middle. Mm -hmm. That's a pound and a half. Cut it in half again. You got three quarters of a pound. Mm. And then cut it, you know, cut it a sliver off of that. You got a half a pound. I think that's easy. That's like that slice that's taken out of it plus a little extra. It's not that much, a half a pound, I don't think. Wait, Janine, what what did Ant not be? Well, how much did he not eat? What was it? I, be I believe it was half. It was the half pound one. It's like a, just a huge, just a huge Reese's. That's not oh, that much. Right. See, it's this pie cut into seven slices. That's three and a half pounds. This thing is three point four pounds. You cut that cake right there into seven slices. All right, one slice. So here Done. you go on on like Target. There's the like this is a they say this is a ten ounce bag, ten mm. ounce. That's not even a pound. Yeah, so like that's a bag. A little over half a pound. Yeah, and it doesn't say how many are in there, but it looks like quite a few. I don't know. It give that's probably between fourteen and twenty, I'd say. But it, but you're, I mean, you're so that's a ten ounce bag, sixteen ounces. That was 32. What, what would wait? What did I say that was? So three and a half pound, three and a half pounds is what? 32, 48, 48 plus eight is 54 uh, ounces. So 56. And that, so you're talking about roughly five of those bags. Of, of peanut butter cups that's a lot it's a lot five five and a half bags that's a lot of that's a lot of peanut butter cups again it's it's all a matter of how long you give, you give them the whole day to yeah. finish it but you also three you hours have to like yeah. i think i think the whole day is not a challenge i think anybody can do it in a whole yeah day. i think so i think maybe an hour is good enough 
That's a challenge. That's I, I would give him two hours to finish that whole thing. Yeah. I really? Okay. Yeah. I think that would lot. come I think if it was Pussy two stuff. hours, it was <laughs> I think if it was two hours, it would come down to the wire. All right. Yeah. Well, that, let's see. That's my thought about that. <laughs> You're not gonna get any of them to do it, by the way, because they're well, not gonna ask. miss out on the regular food. We'll put it out there. We'll see if they wanna well, we don't have to do it on on like around the house. Like that. By the way, day after Thanksgiving is a tough day to do that on too. Exactly. You're already full for, to begin with. Yeah, that's yeah. what she said. Right. But we could pick a random Saturday. Okay. You guys ready? What is it? It's have a three to, and a half pound eating peanut. Have a defibrillator. Day. Have a defibrillator standing by. All right. I gotta. I have my that and my Narcan. So, which I'm certified in. So there we go. And you're what? Narcan. What's, What's that? Narcan? Yeah, like, um, like a heroin overdose. It's the drug for it. Oh, is that you the just stick it in someone's drug? neck? No, you just stick it in someone's neck and they come alive again. Is the one in Pulp Fiction where they they jammed her in the heart with it, like an oh, adrenaline shot? So I got to stab her three times. They're not gonna fucking stab no, her three times. One time. Have <laughs> you Pulp Fiction? Yes. Fine. Okay. Fine. Oh God. Um, all right, a couple of quick ones here to wrap it all up. Uh, new book out that says Trump was almost ousted by his own peeps, Steve Mnuchin and Mike Pompeo. According to a new book by Jonathan Carl called Betrayal, it chronicles the final days of the former president's time in office. Then Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin reportedly called then Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on the evening of January 6th to suggest using the 25th Amendment, which outlines the protocols for how to replace the president or vice president in the event of their death, removal from office, resignation, or incapacitation. Oh. Um, according to Carl, he said, I learned that Mnuchin had several conversations about the 25th Amendment and further that Mike Pompeo actually asked for a legal analysis of the 25th Amendment and how it would work. Hey. Um, I don't know if this is true, but I will say they will make... 17 fucking movies about the end of this guy's presidency. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I watched, I got like, a, I couldn't watch any more of it, but I watched a half hour of that, um, the thing on Netflix or, or HBO, uh, The Insurrection. The, the, a, couple, a few hours at the Capitol? Four hours at the Capitol, yeah. Four hours at the Capitol, yeah. I, I watched oh, maybe the first. I watched that tonight. Go ahead. I watched the first like half hour, 40 minutes of it. And you bailed? And I was. Well, I was at night. I was ready to go to bed. I, I didn't oh. want to keep going. I just, and I, I just got so pissed. I was so like, cause I, cause you watch it and you see these people just busting through and beating up the cops and getting through. And then you hear about people saying, oh, it was just, it was like a tourism day. It was a, the people just walking around like it was a tour day. It's like, you fucking idiots. What are you talking about? And you, just, you should watch it. It's good. Watch it because yeah. you see this this raw video of these people just and you got to making their way because you haven't seen the whole. You really got to and it's it's the kind of thing where it's not background. You got to it's I think what is it an hour and a half maybe? Yeah, yeah. You got to watch it. Um, I do. You got to watch it from start to finish. You got to watch it, the whole thing. It, but, it was at a point where I was just like, I can't do this anymore because it's just gonna it's just gonna it boils my blood and I was yeah. just I, I had to go to bed. I was like, I can't. Ooh, were you all riled up and then you went to bed? I was riled, riled anger banged up. your wife. Did you bit. invade your wife's capital? <laughs> I had an insurrection. Insurrection. I don't know. I got nothing. Insurrection. I inserted my. Insurrection. No, never mind. 
erection. <laughs> Insert erection. Okay. Oh, anyway, no, but it was a terrible. It was a terrible day, and it was the pe- the fact that people are looking at it, especially people in power, Oregon. are looking at it like it was just a walk in the park kind of day, and nothing really crazy happened. It is mind blowing to me. I don't understand that at all. When you, especially when you look at what was going on, uh, it's it's right there. I don't know. They, I'm sure they saw more footage than we saw. But yeah, I don't know. Everybody it's unbelievable. It. Four hours of the Capitol. It's on HBO. It's uh, it's, it's unreal. really really good. And it's not like it's once you, you look at it and go, oh, this is one sided. It's just raw footage. It's just footage of what happened that day. That's all. It's basically what it is. And, and they interview very, Democrats, Republicans, people who were there, people who yeah. weren't there. Oh. Yeah, and they're not like doctoring yeah, I, anything. Yeah, I need something else to watch. So, I mean, it's, it's an hour and a half. I'm t- and I'm just I'm excited for the day that they finally make a movie about this because if you, one of my favorite movies of all time is Thirteen Days and it's all about the Kennedy, um, uh, Kennedy during the um, not the Bay of Pigs, um, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Missile Crisis. Yeah, yeah. it's such a fucking great movie. They're gonna they, hmm. the movie about this is gonna be phenomenal. It's gonna yes. be fun. I just hope they don't make it out. I like. I would love it to be as realistic as. That's why I don't yeah. think we're gonna get it until in, like for another like 50, 60 years. Well, that's why. What? That's why you gotta work really? on. You gotta yeah. rely on documentaries for that kind of stuff. Because right too- now, because you can't. You're either gonna get somebody telling it from the side of Trump or from the side of making Trump look stupid. Yeah. Whereas. Once all that calms down, like 30, 40 years from now, you'll get somebody but, that'll be like, oh, we should just tell the story. The but way here's the down. thing. It, what if telling the actual story makes Trump look stupid? Or what if telling the story makes him look like a hero? Which, it, of course, it doesn't. It, but it very, way, it very well may, but you won't have you can't do it right now. You got to wait. You just got to wait. It's just like all that. You, like you ever try and go back and watch the movies they made about George W. Bush. They're all fucking awful. Like all of them are just shit. I haven't they're really awful. got into those. Yeah. And and because they're all Not my little Georgie porgy. Yeah. And look at the look at the ones that they've made about Trump so far. One the one of them, the guy was like 600 pounds. It's like, are you fucking for re- this is really the fucking Ooh, guy yeah. you chose to play fucking Trump? Who? It was one of the, I don't know, it was, there's like six of them too, by the way. There's, it was one of them where the guy was like, the one with Comey maybe, where he... Oh, it was he, the Comey Files or something. Yeah, that, yeah. I forget the guy's name, but it was a guy that was in Harry Potter. Come on, I'm, I'm no Trump He was defender, about the same... Give me a fucking break. The guy, he was about the same weight. No, come on, come on. It didn't it's look that awful. far off. Maybe it's he awful. had 20 pounds on him. Um, Amazon is blocking Visa users visa card customers in the uk only right now in an email sent to customers amazon said it would no longer accept the cards due to the high fees visa charges for processing transaction the ban will come into effect on january 19th mm. i think this is a boring it could be boring but i find it interesting that amazon might have the power to influence one of the credit card companies to fucking yeah, change really. their fees around I, I could see that as a possibility. Visa is going to have to take a look Maybe. at their structure and be like, if the biggest freaking company on the planet is refusing our business, we're going to have to change something because we yeah. don't have that kind of power not to. No. People are just going to get the other credit cards. Why Why? Why would they stick with, you know? Yeah. And and like, what else are they going to do? Because they, they got a lot of fucking power right now, Amazon. But they're going to lose money. Because if you go to American Express, 
it's weird because you have to pay an annual fee for American Express, and yeah, Amazon doesn't seem to have a problem with that. Yeah, right. Sorry, like, why? how are their fees any higher than anybody else's? That seems a little bizarre. Yeah, what's what's the difference? I mean, hmm. is it a monthly fee with Visa, or is it American Express? I think it's an annual fee. You get you do get more out of American Express. Like, if there's any kind of dispute, American Express backs you up. Like they 100%. are the best. Yeah, they they go nuts for you. But um, I don't know what this what the deal is with Visa. But yeah, I've had to go to go to Amex to defend me a couple times, and they were they were. They usually they were come out swinging pretty good. Yeah, they were like, "What do you want, sir?" <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry, I'm that's what they do. <laughs> All right, uh, final topic of the night. Unless we haven't caught up with J Sabs, I don't know what what's on J Sabs' mind. Yeah, anything you got? I just I'm having an allergic reaction right now. To what? My eyes itching me. I don't know. I'm tearing. I really don't know. You popping Claritin. Because we're not talking about nine inches anymore. Go back. Go back. Are you allergic to that cricket on your shoulder? Stop. Other shoulder. I've been a, a little under the weather the last couple of days. I had a, I went for a, a, another COVID test yesterday. Of course. Of course. Yes. They made you get it. So I, I, I go to the walk. It's like one of the, like, the walk-in places near me. And um, it's the one where like I... Like you make an appointment, you text them that you're there, and then they call you and tell you like where to go. Right. So the woman calls me and she goes, she goes, do you want a COVID test? And I, so she goes like, what's wrong? I go, I'm congested. I'm like, I'm coughing now. Like, I don't, I just like, you know, I, I, so I'm pretty sure I caught this from my daughter and they had to give her a test. And she was negative. So I'm like, I don't think I have COVID, but I definitely have something. I didn't know if I can get an antibiotic or whatever the hell. So I tell her all this. So she goes, do you want a COVID test? And I said to her, I go, is that a, ch I have a choice. I was like, don't you have to like test me if I have like three out of the, you know, five no. symptoms. She goes, no, we're going to give you the test. We just have to ask. So I go, all right, whatever. So I go in there and then I asked her because now I'm curious because I'm like, uh, I'm like, if, if I would have said no, like, I, I don't, I didn't understand your question. Like, do I want a COVID test? Like, well, there's two tests. Yeah. The, the rapid, the rapid and, test. And the, yeah. Yeah. Right. I had both. So they're going to give you the rapid test no matter what. Right. Well, that's what I said. So I said to her, I go, why did you ask me? She said, she said to me, she goes, some people refuse to take the test. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why? Exactly. How? It's just a little, it's just, it's not even the, they That's jam the rapid it down test. your thing anymore. That, no, that, the one there they jam it is the three day, two, three day the PCR. Test. Well, right. she did that to me. She didn't even really jam it that far. She did. She That's went what she in, said. Thank you. <laughs> she went in a little bit more, but it wasn't even that bad. And then she did the other one. And so I said to her, I said, well, what would have happened if I said no? She said the doctor would have came in to speak with you. Now, you want, you want to hear something funny. I had the complete opposite. Um, back in August, I had gotten like a really bad cough. And, and first of all, you know how like coughs linger for like weeks at a time, at least for me, this one was gone within three days. So I, it was allergies, but I'm like, let me just make sure. Cause I'm going away Ugh, and I don't want to have to cancel this, whatever. So I went in there and the doctor, I said COVID test, same thing. And the doctor was like, um, 
you want to test? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, what's your symptoms? I was like, well, I have post-nasal drip and I have a cough. And he goes, you don't really need a test. He's like, you don't have COVID. And I was like, yeah, I don't think so either. I was like, but I just want to make sure. But I, I really don't think I have it anyway. And he goes, you don't have it. He goes, no, you don't have it. He goes, I'll give it to you. But he goes, you don't even really need it. So I was like, okay. And he said, like, what's annoying is that people come in if they have one symptom and they're demanding a test. And he's like, I get you don't want to give it to anyone else. He's like, but you can't come in if you have sniffles and say, I want to test right now. <laughs> and he said, yeah, like, people are, get, people are getting angry about it. And he's like, like, you know, he doesn't, he, he thought like, you know, everybody's making like a much huger deal out of this than, than it needs to be right now. He said, and I'm like, you know what? I, I agree. But he's like, I'll give you the test. He's like, I'll give you both tests, but they didn't jam it up my nose for the, um, they the did three one. No, they did both of them, but they didn't do that. Didn't jam it real hard. And, um, <laughs> but he said like, but you don't, you don't have to get it. Although they get paid they more if they do. Oh, they is that right? But I was just going to yeah. say like you, you, you did the same thing though. You're like, you, you probably felt bad. You didn't want to give it to somebody to somebody else. Well, you want to hear something funny is that it started on a Wednesday and it was Saturday. I woke up Sunday. I had no symptoms after that. So it was allergies. Like he said, it was going to be. Right. He's like, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like waiting for like Monday, Tuesday. Is it going to come back? Right. Nope. nope. But even him, he still gave you the test. Like that's, a, you know, He's that's like, the, cause like, I, like I said too, anything. I, I knew I didn't have it. Cause I knew I got this from, from CC. Yeah. But it's kind of like, I I don't know, maybe like, you, okay, it doesn't who cares? cost anything. Like, you just make sure. Yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? When I over the summer, I had to get tested because I I did come in contact with somebody, and I was in I was away. I was in Jersey on vacation, so I went. I forgot what the walk-in place was there, and they go, "Did you come in contact with somebody?" And I said, "Yeah." And like, okay, good. And I'm like, why is that good? And they were like, well, if you didn't come into contact with somebody, we'd have to uh, charge, your insurance wouldn't pay. And I go, yep. what? And they're like, yeah, your insurance wouldn't pay. And I'm like, I can't imagine that you have that right because then I wouldn't pay for this. Like who would pay then for it then? No, Nobody would pay for what? Do you it. don't have to pay for a COVID test. At this yep. place, they said you did. I don't know if it's a Jersey thing. That or whatever the doesn't seem right. They were like, yep. because you came in contact with somebody, it's it's on the house. It's on the, your insurance will pay. But if you didn't, they won't. And I'm like, I'm fairly sure you don't have that correct, but I'm not going to argue with you because you've said I can go and I'm just going. Like, that's it. I'm, I'm sure. Because I said, to, I said, I'm like, then nobody would go. If I had to fork over at least $15 for this, you would lose half of the country immediately. Nobody. Yeah, well, let me tell you right now. I actually had to get one Sunday because I... Did I was like a substitute teacher this week two times and um Okay, I'd like you to send me the name of the school that actually trusted you with <laughs> other children. Like write that over and send that to me right now. And the lady was like, you know, if you're not vaccinated, you have to get tested. Um and you could get it at CVS. So I look and see how much it is at CVS. Almost thirty dollars. I was like, Yeah, no, I'm gonna go get my free shit test at this place. 
but it was it was annoying because I was there for 45 minutes and I and when you fill it out it says what are you coming here for COVID test do you have any symptoms nothing no I wrote COVID test for work I get there she pulls out the fucking machine to I'm like whoa all I'm doing, all I want is a COVID test. That's it. I was like, no, no examination. Like, this is just for work. I have no oh, symptoms. I just have to do mean? it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, it, it just took forever because I'm like, oh, this is why people don't want to come too, because it's like the yeah. whole ordeal. Because literally it says COVID test for work. I and think, then uh, I don't know. I think they legally have to do the blood pressure. Uh, by law, really, those play, yeah. Whenever you go see a doctor, they have to do that. shit It says insurance. I'm looking it up. It says insurance has to cover oh, your COVID test. Frank is but, on this, but now. there are He's loopholes like, uh -uh. that insurance companies are trying to use. You see, well, there you course. go, right? It's fucking like if scumbag you, insurance. Yeah, I was gonna companies. say the fucking yeah, devils like of the earth. If you went on vacation, oh, they're not covering it because it's uh, it's not, I yeah. don't know what the, what the reason Total is. Total weird. Shit. That shit should be covered till the till this is fucking over. Right. If not, Agreed. you're not gonna, you know. Okay. You want me to you want me to, you want to um what's it called? Track. What's it called? What's it called? When they track you. What's that called? Metaverse? Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> no. Reese's um, peanut butter pie. Uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? You mean oh uh, contact tracing? Yeah, they want to do that. Now you're paying for my test because if you know, I'm not doing to do your then. job for you. Sure. <laughs> you have to right. pay for the test. It's public safety bullshit. You have to fucking do like, you know, it's just it's just the most absurd thing I've ever. Your fucking insurance heard. should pay for it. It has to pay for it. It's the most but absurd. They thing. have these and, weird, stupid. And, and by the way, isn't the aren't the insurance companies getting a fucking check from the government for this shit anyways? Well, yeah. I mean, I the fuck it works. Well, I don't actually, before, don't take our word for it. Check out your, your insurance company and everything before you do this. And when they told well, me that, take I our it was word crazy. for it. But I thought that this woman, this one was even more crazy when they were like, people are denying a test. Like, how could you fucking deny a fucking test? What person, Janine, what person is denying a test? It's just a I test. Would, I would probably deny it on my child a in, test? Certain, in certain circumstances. Yeah, because here's the thing. Um, pedi pediatricians' offices. I do know for a fact that they do get paid every time, like more money. Obviously, every time they do give a COVID test, and what they're doing is, anytime anybody has any any kid has any symptom at all, they're testing them for it. Because, for example, Eliana last year had some kind okay, of but weird thing in her mouth. And it was because she. You're lucky this husband is your daughter, because if it was anybody else, it would be. You would say that's what she said. It would be 15 minutes. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> it was a reaction to um, my husband had a cold sore, and she got a reaction from it. Mm -hmm. And the doctor was like, "I'm going to test her for strep throat," and I was like, "Yeah, but there's not her throat's not hurting her. Like you know." I was like, okay, then whatever. It's, he's like, sometimes with strep throat, like this could happen or um, like that Coxsackie virus. And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, she had Coxsackie the year before, but okay, whatever. And then he's like, and I'm going to test her for COVID. And I was like, why? 
I was like, she has absolutely no other symptoms. Like it's, it's a virus in her mouth. It's not COVID. And he's like, I gotta, I have to. And I was like, you don't have to. I was like, I guess so. Meanwhile, the strep throat one bothered her more, but then my friend told me they get paid more. This is why. But anyway, and ended up being, um, what I told the doctor was a week later. And he was like, oh, wait, you're right. That's what it is. And I'm like, can I just do your job for you again? Okay, whatever. <laughs> I would change Here, bend, bend over. Let me give yeah, you but, a COVID test. Uh, but okay. see, that's the thing. Like, that's why it annoy me because it's like, so anytime any kid goes into the doctor's office, they're testing them for COVID. All right, but that stuff has been happening since the beginning of time. Because I know, I but that's to... what, right. But that's what, that's what annoys me though. That's but, what does okay. annoy me. That's fair. Just, but in, gen- I... just in general. Anytime well, then, I go to the doctor, they send me for fucking 16 tests. And I'm like, I'm sure I don't need all these fucking tests. Like, well, how many you times see, are you going to get a colonoscopy, fam? I mean, that's well, you true. See, you can and you're requesting one, it. One more, and then my sixth one is free. So let's not nice. jinx it just yet. You got a sailor hat. <laughs> I think it's that my card. What, see, you complain when they ask you if you want a COVID test. But then you complain if they say you have to get a COVID test. No, I'm not complaining. When she asked me, I was shocked. I wasn't complaining. I was shocked. I was like, "Stop complaining." I was, <laughs> I was like, "Don't you, you thought have she was to just gonna like, do it automatically?" Yeah. I thought she was just gonna do it automatically. I like, I thought it's 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 not out of the realm. I I was sure I didn't have it, but it's not out of the realm of possibility that I have it. And I was like, just you know, whatever it is. And and when she said that, I was like, "What do you mean? Do I want a COVID test?" Like. Like, no, I don't want a COVID test. Like, no, I don't want a COVID test. I don't want that fucking thing on my nose, but I- I'm here because, like, you know, I- I- I'm i around people. So I want to, I don't want to be that guy that fucking, you know. I think it's it like somewhere. a, it's more like a, while you're here, you could Bend say over. to everybody, I just had a COVID test. You know, it's now like she a- did give it to me rectally, which I thought was inappropriate, nice. but I enjoyed it nonetheless. Can you give me the address? Usually you got to pay extra for that. <laughs> Um, but I did, but I, I did, I, I found it. I know I just found it because I thought when I said I was going there and I said to them, I said, my, my daughter was tested. She doesn't have it. I still in my mind thought they're going to give it to me. And that's not that big of a deal. Like, I don't care. It's fine. Yeah. You know, the fact that people are denying to even get a cotton, like you said, a strep throat thing. That's an awful thing. Like we've been getting tests from the beginning of time for shit. Why all of a sudden is my, this- ge- my gag reflexes excellent but that's a whole other story oh man next subject i gotta tell you when they did the strep it was a few months a couple months ago i had a sore throat they did a strep test on me they had the 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 q-tip was here the end of the q-tip was here and i was already gagging frank you can never suck some knees it was the it was the worst i couldn't they couldn't get anywhere near me we know you could take it all right last topic of the night we got to make it a quick one best soup to go what is the best soup we're looking at a graphic here if you're just listening it's tomato soup, chicken noodle, clam chowder, minestrone. I'll give you some clam chowder. Go ahead. French onion, broccoli Seven. cheddar, <laughs> matzo ball. Face. By the way, it's it's spelled matzo ball, but we all say matzo ball. Is I think it's just easier. It's like uh, galamad. It's right. calamari. But are oh. we saying are the Jewish people upset? Is it isn't it matzo ball? I don't know what to tell you. Okay, wonton tortilla. Lobster bisque, pho, or is it pho? I don't know. It's pho, I think. Pho and lentil. I think we could get rid of lentil right away. 
Okay, I was just gonna say, if I'm having a hard time taking a shit, I'm going for that lentil soup right now. That's that, that stuff looks like amazing. it looks the same going out as it does going in. Yeah, but if you're having, if you're not regular, oh. get yourself a bowl of lentil soup, and you'll be all right the next day. I've got it narrowed down to three. Okay, clam chowder, lobster bisque, and I and a, a, a wild card here, wonton. I love my, I love me some wonton soup. But before I let Janine give her things, let me just say my opinion on this. This is the most difficult choice we've ever had to make on this show. That's true. This is, I mean, I love like almost all of these. They are all great. I mean, a broccoli cheddar soup. Who's going to turn that down on a cold day? I can get rid of tomato. Not if you're going for your first. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that was going to be a good one. It was going to be. Oh man! It sounded like it was censored. That's why I'm laughing Damn so it. hard. <laughs> I've never had pho, or, or however you pronounce pho. Yeah, I've had it. It's good. And I don't think I've had tortilla. Not sure what's going on there. Dude, it I looks have... like there's avocado and stuff in there. I don't know what yeah. that is. Well, it's like a yeah, it's like a tortilla soup. It's like a before I get fucking. All right. So what were you gonna say? Go Kicked ahead, off. Go ahead. I don't like soup. Okay. You I don't know. like soup. Um, unpopular opinion not even like chowders or bisques all right but this is an interesting take you don't like soup if you can only pick one which one would you pick french onion yeah that's That's a good one too as i was gonna say fucking french onion is one of the only total like meal soups you got on here because that could be a whole meal you know what i love french onion except for the onion yeah you, you you cook the French onion, make the whole soup, and then you scoop out all the onions. I'm in. I like the broth. I like the cheese. I like the bread. But the the, the stringy, soggy onions, no thanks. Yeah, it's that texture, no good. And if you're but, at a if you're at a Greek diner, by the way, is there is I mean, is there a better place to get a fucking bowl of matzo ball soup? Mm. Oh, I never actually had that before in my life. It just grosses me out. It's just a bowl of soggy bread in the middle of your soup. Basically, yeah, no. Which is not bad, actually. But clam chowder, it's weird. They don't have Manhattan on there. I think we could all agree that New England is the superior clam chowder. Yeah, without a doubt. Yes. No but you know here. what? You have to be in the mood for that. Have I'm to be. I can't. And I don't really like it so much either, but it's like, eh. Oh, I love clam chowder. Clam chowder, lobster bisque is amazing. Especially if you get a good lobster bisque that has like the chunks of lobster in it. Frank and I had a lobster bisque experience that. Oh my was... god! I talk about it to this day as one of the best meals I ever had. It was as close to the gayest experience we've ever had with one another, and we've slept together in the same bed. True. Oh my god! Yeah, we we were in Toronto. It was what Frank like seventeen below zero. Oh, it was bad. You were, was you were so... there for a st- uh, bachelor party a bit. It's just the two of us. No, we were just oh. there on a vacation. And we were in Toronto. Okay. Can you the this a little bit better? Because then the whole we were on a date. Gonna, yes, it but, was a nice uh, couple's vacation. Our parents bought us for our birthdays. Bought us a trip to Toronto together. Right. Wow. Since our birthdays are so or... close. Since our birthdays are so close together. Yeah. They they put a they put a, a, together a, they arrange a trip for us to go to Toronto. I mean, we didn't have to pick the room with the one bed, but we still were like, right. it's not a big deal. Just give Listen, us that. Room. I like to snuggle. Leave me alone. <laughs> Which parent bought the butt plug? <laughs> Frank's mother. She's way more. Of course. 
All right. Anyway, we're walking around like two schmucks. In, uh, we're the like, only two people in Toronto outside walking around like idiots. The, the city's empty. And it's snowing and it's cold. Well, it was our first night there. And full disclosure, so for people who don't know, Toronto has an entire city built underneath it where people can go from tunnels to tunnels. There's malls. There's all sorts of shit to get oh, around the entire that. city. Yeah, we didn't know that either. We didn't know that. So we're like, how are we the only two people walking around this city? We were like whistling and echoing through the... <laughs> Through the, it was like walking through an empty Manhattan. It was like, yeah. if you ever saw the oh, movie, I am it was like I Am Legend. It was. You're walking through the skyscraper city, and there's no one mm. because it's like 13 below outside. So we find this place, this restaurant. I don't, I, for the life of me, I don't remember the name. It was like the Crab House or something like that. Yeah. And it was the, the, the one thing I remember, I remember the both things that we had. We had the soup. And I got a lobster thermidor, which I never had. And I just got it because of the name. It sounded awesome. And <laughs> so lobster thermidor was great. But the bisque, we had this lobster bisque that was the be it was made with cognac. That's right. And it had this taste that I'll never forget. And it was just we we ended up like you could lick the bowl was like clicked clean. It was you were licking awesome. it off each other. Go ahead, off each other. We brought a bowl back to the bedroom. It was great, <laughs> and it was amazing. And um, the best meal, one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. Yeah, lobster well, bisque and then lobster thermidor. Well, because we were so close to dying, you know. So that's, that's yeah, there you go. Was. Yeah, you throw cognac in a in a freezing situation, you're good. Yeah, unless it's delivered by Saint Bernard, this is the way to have cognac. All right, oh, so Janine says French onion. Frank, what you got to pick the best? All right, if I'm going, if I have to pick one, narrow it down. Uh, it's tough. I got it down to clam chowder and lobster bisque. I have to go clam chowder, my tried and true. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Lobster bisque is, a, bisque is amazing. It's a close second. Clam chowder's got a little more to it, though. I feel like I'm going to shock the world here, but I'm going French onion as well. It's just too <gasps> good. Wow. It's too good. It requires its own bowl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't make French onion in anything else but that bowl. And that is You're a right. soup that needs to be taken seriously. You know what I love about this picture is that all of these things have a unique bowl, except the wonton soup is in one of those plastic <laughs> it's a take -out delivery takeout things. I want you to know where it's where it's coming from. They could have put it in a bowl. They could have. They really could. I don't know who made this picture, but they could have. <laughs> all right. Tomato soup is good with with grilled cheese too. Tomato soup is amazing with grilled cheese. And chicken noodles are classic if you have a cold. Yeah. Oh yeah. Clam chowder. Though. I got to go by my, my old faithful. I'm gonna I don't go like chicken. I don't right like now. chicken noodles. Put your votes in the comments. What do you want? What do you like? What's your best soup? Yes. Let us know in the comments. Jay Sabs, you got anything else before we go? Um. Class number four, by the way. Wow. You're going to have some fucking hangover tomorrow, man. Mm -hmm. White wine. Oh, white wine. Oh, no. It's a white yeah. wine blend, and it is very sweet. Oh, God. He's going to be like me on the I'm not, trip. I'm not buzzed at the all. I don't, feel, I don't feel it. It, it's, it must not be that shrunk because I don't really feel it. Until he stands what, up, then he falls back down. That could be. Isn't it like a legal requirement? You have to have the alcohol content on this thing. I do not see it. That's because you're drunk. That's because you're drinking apple juice. Oh, here okay. it is. 12.7% alcohol by volume. Is that a lot? 
12%. 12 inches? Sure. Yeah, no, 12%. A, that's a good amount. That's more than beer, most beers. Yeah, I've had, I mean, to be fair, this is a glass and I've had like this much of each. It's not like a full glass. It's like this much of each, four glasses. And I had the first glass I had with dinner. Mm, okay. So I'm not even that buzzed. Uh, last thing for me before we go. Stop beating me up about the that's what she said merchandise. We know it's gone. We're we're working on bringing it back. I apologize. We're going to get it up. You're not wrong. Clone Bernie Sanders. I'm not attacking you. I appreciate it. I love it. And I thank you for it. But I'm getting pounded here the last couple of days. That's what you okay. said. Oh, <laughs> Well, get your shit together, Anthony. Get I know. I, I just realized what I did. I take respon. I fucked up. I re I take responsibility. We're working on bringing them merchandise back. Hey, it look, there's my Twitter handle up there. It will be back. Yeah, I don't I'm know how we tagged you. I'm a relevant person. There you go. Well, Very nice. Relatively speaking. See that quote? That quote's from. I'm not. I'm not letting you finish. We're not going to stop. <laughs> Until my <laughs> Until hands get tired. <laughs> Drunk Frank is so annoying. Drunk Frank loves to be on a podcast. <laughs> All right. We will catch you guys. I'm going to start my own podcast right after this. I'm not letting you finish. It's not going to happen. We will catch you guys on the next one. That's what she said. March coming back soon. Check out the merch store shop. Anthonyonair.com. Thanks to Jumpstart Coffee Company. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Oh, no. I accidentally put the first thing back on. You jerk. Oh, my God.